everyone. I'm Dr. Rachel Lupian. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Sparrow. Our climate is in crisis, and we all want to help, but we might not know how. We're talking to people who have figured out how to use their talents to combat climate change in the hopes that their journey might inspire your own. This is How We Got Here, because the Earth needs professional help. Hey, Steph. Hey, Rachel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for today because we're chatting with somebody that isn't us. Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, but how are you? How was your week? Was it good? Let me know something. What was like something really good that happened since we last talked in your life? Um, oof. No, no, it's not that hard. So I had a great weekend. I went and celebrated the wedding of my dear friend. Um, but I got to say... I was on full climate change news blast. I was talking everyone up at the cocktail party, and then later at the reception, we'd had a couple drinks, and I was just talking to these people. Most of them had MBAs, and I was like... Were any of them working in green energy in any No, I, I, was, oh, okay. I was talking about our podcast. They were yeah. super into it, sort of. Um, and I was trying to see if, you know, if they knew anybody we could talk to in the business world. But more importantly, I was telling them that they should really keep climate change in mind. Just buck capitalism with their MBAs. Yeah. <laughs> They can be on the good side. Yeah. I mean, I would rather them fight the good fight from within, I think. Yes. Also. Yeah, exactly. I could just say, you looked stunning. Stunning. Saw the picture on Instagram. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Well, how was your week? What did did you do? Any good things? Oh, man. What a week. My son turned one. (gasps) Oh, my God. Little Theo. Uh, Little Theo. Not little. He's one years old and weighs 31 pounds. (laughs) And anyone who has a child know that that... Knows big that Theo. That is big Theo. Call him Baby Gronk because he's very strong and large. <laughs> and he doesn't love books, which makes me want to cry. But we had all the grandparents <laughs> in town. I made a cake that Aww. was beautiful. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Very impressive. And we all survived with four grandparents in town. Oh. Theodore ate frosting. It was great. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. I think maybe what we'll do every week, Rachel, is we'll start off by saying what went well in our week and what didn't. How's that sound? That sounds great. And I think is important because a lot of things, there's, a, there's some emotional roller coasters that happen. And so it's good to talk about the good and the bad sometimes with your friends. So you had a great wedding where you did look truly beautiful and you Thank spread you. the climate change news to I, I finance people. What are they That's called? That's almost MB. I don't know. They were like all investment bankers. And oh, like, high bankers. That's what I, I was like. I'm a climate scientist. Yeah. Um, what was like maybe a not so good thing that happened last week? Yeah, I spent a lot of my week last week applying for jobs, um, which is not bad in and of itself. I, As I explained before, I am sort of in this temporary contract position. And so it's always good to get those applications in. But there was some some Twitter drama about um, a speaker that MIT had invited who had written a terrible piece and done more things about how, like, diversity, equity, and inclusion work is, like, terrible. Like, he wrote this in an op-ed or in his job? Oh, in an op-ed. No, no. Yeah, like, separately. Okay. And so MIT invited him 
to give a, a science talk. Sure, okay. And there was uproar, rightfully so. Yeah. And turns out I was not only submitting an application that week to MIT, but also to the institution that this guy works at. Oh, boy. And it made me feel like crap. That <laughs> is, just sounds very... Not like we should care about these things because they matter, but this always shocks me from it's someone tough. who is like embedded in academia. I'm like, optically, even if you don't care about them, which again is wrong, and you should care about things like diversity, yeah. inclusion, equity. Seriously. What are you doing here? Right, it was it's like, uh, yeah. Crazy. Well, that. Yeah, so that sucked. But then I'll I went to my friends. Went, yeah, you know. It just I made do. me a little sad about the process. And I remember a post. I feel like I there were three months of my life every year, which I call just job season, yeah. where you just apply for jobs Not It's been crazy. And it's so rough out there also. Yeah. And I would contend I I am very lucky to have the job that I have. And I think anyone who thinks that it is all talent and there's no luck in there <laughs> is kidding themselves. It's tough. Yeah. Insanely. Yeah. How about you? Any bad things? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I hope oh, not. My God. So many. But no, the biggest. I've had this manuscript in peer review, which if you oh. to the listener who doesn't know what peer review is, one, what a what a treat that what a I'm, treat that is. You're so lucky to uh, not know. But if part of the scientific review process, if you do some sort of research and you want to publish it for peers to look at, for other people to use as foundational for other research, has to go through a peer review process, which. In itself, you're like, okay, this is a good idea. I can't just put something into the world. Other right. people have to prove, like, validate it and say, no, this isn't crazy. And then you see some of the things that do get through peer review, though. Whole other mm, story. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a paper, whatever, major major revisions, which honestly, I'm going to job interview this because it, I'm going to turn my weakness into a strength. Yes. Last time. I submitted this paper. It was all rejected. And I think it is a good paper. And it had me doubting myself. I sent it to two other people being like, am I crazy? <laughs> and they said, no, you're not crazy. No, submit but, it. Yeah. Oh, no. But I mean, it's just been. And so it's been a year now. And we're still. And that's yeah. common too. But. Uh, I have a paper right now that's in review at its sixth journal. Oh, my gosh. Sixth. That. I've. Reworked it and submitted it six times. And it's a sweet paper. I don't get it. Anyway. I believe it. I believe it. And these uh, things just kind of, I mean, like imposter syndrome comes back. Like yeah, anything oh, I do real. Oh, my gosh. And, so, and I once read, I swear I didn't make this study up. There was like a study on people who do the peer review and they're like X times more likely to accept it after they drink coffee than before. <gasps> There's, like, all these weird totally. little things, oh right? God. I mean, there's, yeah. uh, there's bias and everything. So I'll recognize <laughs> implicit bias also. But, like, man, does it really <laughs> right. to add up. It's like grading something first versus grading it last out of the class. Oh, man. Oh, I have so many tricks to try and keep me. I'm like, don't yeah. tell me your real name. Let's do a page at a time. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. So we're kind of down in academia right now. So maybe we should talk to somebody who's not in academia. <laughs> I am so excited that we get to talk to our guest today. Yes. His name is Martin Wishker. And I'm going to give you a little bio, but I have known him since 2007, which is so Whoa. Long. But 
Official bio, uh, Martin has worked almost a decade, or he has almost a decade of experience leading digital strategy, campaigns, communications, and organizing at national environmental organizations like the League of Conservation Voters and the Sierra Club. He's also mobilized Latinx communities for clean energy. He's trained folks on how to use social media for activism and live tweeted countless rallies pushing for climate action on the national level. He also has been shoved into the third row of many a van with me in a group field trip <laughs> in college, but we were Aww. always game for that back row. That doesn't but, sound so bad. <laughs> oh my God, he's an environmental activist. He's a digital organizer. He's also one of the most delight. I can't, he's oh. one of the most delightful people you'll ever meet. I'm delightful. excited to meet him. Yeah. So yeah, let's hear it from our team. Welcome. Martine, uh, I will just say thanks for being here with us yeah. wow. on a Monday. Nice to meet you. Good to be here, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we're just going to get right into it. Yeah. Can you just tell me what you do? What's your title? Who do you work yeah. for? Sure. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I am a senior online organizer at the Sierra Club, the National Environmental Advocacy Organization. Okay. What, what do you actually do? What is that? <laughs> Uh, so I try to get people to take action. Uh, I teach people about the issues, write about the issues, get them to take action, meaningful action to, you know, push climate change, uh, clean water, clean air, uh, you know, all the issues that we care about, um, that we, we want our politicians to care about, <laughs> our elected officials do, um, giving ways for them to take action and contact their members of Congress and, and the like, that kind of thing. So you're not busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow Congress a lot. So it's like lots of ups and downs. Kind of crazy right now, for sure. Yeah. Huh. So what do you actually, actually do? Like on a day-to-day basis, actually, what are actually. you doing? Actually, actually. Right. Also, right. can I just oh. interject really quickly? Wow. Instagram and Facebook were down today. <gasps> Did that greatly affect your life? Oh, great cue. It made it easier. I didn't oh. have to figure, didn't worry about that. <laughs> well, like, then focus on what you actually, actually. You're like, focus on Twitter. No, that is so day. true, though. I drafted posts for Facebook and Twitter, especially. Well, Twitter, we could have tweeted today, but Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> and WhatsApp, everything was, it was a, usually it's down for an hour or two. It is down for like five or six hours. I haven't even checked. Is it back I, yet? It is. I, it is. Okay. I didn't notice. And I go on Instagram you, a lot. I, I know. I'm Rachel, very do you think con- you're better than we are for <laughs> not noticing? I'm I'm mostly like planned a trip for myself at work today. Like I don't know. I don't know how I didn't notice. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So day to day Martine. <laughs> do we see you with like seven tablets? <laughs> I don't is a tablet a thing? Uh, no. <laughs> An iPad just two screens, tablet, just two screens and like 45 tabs each. But I feel like that's a typical person. Maybe these <laughs> days. I don't know. But um, I, yes, drafting social media, drafting email, talking to our lobbyists at Sierra Club, talking to our comms folks. You know, it's like it's putting all the pieces together of a campaign, campaign strategy, and then implementing it. Right. And day to day, though, what does that mean? Um <laughs> You know those text messages you get from organizations or yeah. those emails you get that, that my phone might is be like, annoying? Is the spam those? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know. um, I, you're like, oh, it's from the Sierra Club. I guess it's not spam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh, try to land not in the you know you want to get in the priority folder of Gmail, not the uh, promotions folder. But How do you a do lot that? of our stuff gets in the promotions folder. Oh. Do you is there a, is there an algorithmic trick, or do you just hope someone says not promotions? This is the part of the job I do not know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do the campaign strategy, the communicate, you know, writing, distilling what's happening, maybe what you see in the news, and you know to find a way for you to take action and we have the tools right for you can quickly send an email to your member of congress or a number where you can we can route you to your senator and we can tell you what you can say because you care about climate action that kind of thing um, you give so me the script for when i yes. call yes. and i because i'm very nervous on the phone i just say hi my yes. name is insert name here and then right. <laughs> except, except you don't say insert name no i say throw it in that's yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh well, yeah. I mean, this is sort of, you might be more obvious than other people, but how would you say your work contributes to combating the climate crisis? Yes, maybe perhaps more obvious, but uh, yeah, I, we, we do advocacy, right? Which really is, is uh, organizing folks to tell their member of Congress what we think, what we care about. And Sierra Club, you know, climate justice organization, working for clean air, clean water, protect public lands, all of that. Um, but climate is a central piece, right, of our work. And so we are uh, actively advocating for good policies in government on all levels. Uh, since I work at the National Sierra Club and my specific work is federal work, uh, and so I usually follow Congress and uh, sometimes regulatory, you know, EPA rules and whatnot. But um, so, yeah, directly, you know, in the last four years, there's a lot of def- defense protecting the rules and the landmark you know clean water act clean air act that we're getting torn down by the trump administration but you know we we also fought hard elected awesome uh climate champions yeah and we have a majority that care about climate change understand the challenges of climate change right in the house and the senate and the white house so now's our moment now we're trying to pass the Build Back Better Act. It came up. Here we go. It's about my work. It's literally <laughs> what I'm doing right now, which is the most historic climate legislation in history. In ever, that was a, ever, that was a circular ever. thing there. But, but um, yes, that's, I mean, first of all, I'm already inspired. Second <laughs> of all, it doesn't take much for us to pass a historic climate bill. Ooh, great point. Yes. Another <laughs> way I put it, though, this is like our generational, mo- you know, we've had yeah. decades of working toward this m- moment. And I, I, I get goosebumps when I hear from my one of our lobbyists, our, our, one of our directors of our programs, um, and he rattles off what's in this bill. And it's inspiring. It's, it's amazing. It's going to get us on a path to 100% clean energy, right, in the next decade or two. Uh, it's going to switch uh, electric, we're getting really, uh, switch off a, our car, our transportation to electric cars, charging stations, uh, uh, school buses to electric buses, a yeah. uh, whole transportation uh, suite of things, um, clean energy tax credits, uh, replacing all of the lead pipes. This is oh not really God. a climate issue, but it's yeah. an environmental no, it's justice huge. issue. EJ Communities issue, yeah. of color. You know, there's eight million houses, I think, in the in the country, I think, family households that drink water from lead oh. pipes, lead service lines in every state. It's Richmond not just... is filled, riddled with lead pipes. Riddled. So if we can do this, there's the funding there for replacing all the pipes. Just amazing. So many things. And that's just the environmental climate work of this bill. There's also... Right. I, I mean, that's what's crazy, so. right? It's like legacy. It would be Biden's legacy if they 
could pass it. And what makes me nervous, Martine, is I don't know when we're going to actually drop this episode. And I really <laughs> hope it's passed by the time. <laughs> yes, let's put Ooh. it into the future. Yes, we'll future be celebrating. Yes. It then... has been passed. Okay, great. <laughs> great, great. Yes, I hope you can interject uh, and share that. Congratulations, <laughs> great. Uh-huh. No, I think... I'm teaching a class right now, Weather Climate Society, and we've been following a plug for my class. Um, <laughs> we've been fo- we've been following the bill, right? And it's and it's really interesting to hear my students' perspectives and hear how frustrated they get mm. when one or two people can sort of derail a something large, right? And they, I hear time and time again, and I agree with them. How can people be so short sighted, right? And they're right, and you're right, and yeah. those two people are wrong. Um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we're focused on the costs, right? And yeah. it's just not helpful. Like, we know the cost of inaction, right? Like, yeah. just think of Hurricane Ida and yeah. how it devastated so many communities in the Gulf Coast yeah. and Louisiana. And that's just one of, you know, all the, the wildfires of all across the West and flooding that happens. These are major multi-billion dollar, uh, you know, uh, disasters that climate fuel disasters that happen daily, weekly. And yeah. Throughout this campaign, we've been using them as a hook to be like, we know the climate crisis is here, right? So, and you know, and you felt you it. You know. Rachel, this is fodder the next time you're around all these yeah. bankers, e-traders. I, I don't bankers. know words. Okay, Investment great. bankers. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Rachel's at a wedding <laughs> talking to climate change about, with a bunch of MBAs yes. this weekend. Sp- spreading the, spreading the, How'd that the go? gospel. Uh, they were pretty receptive. I mean, or they were drunk. I don't know. It might have been both, but they were into it for some. We all need to be talking about it. So I'm <laughs> yeah. glad in every venue, you know, reminding ourselves. It's like that. That might have been the highest impact that I had all week. So because then when they might get a text message from me out of the blue, they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, right, Rachel was telling me." And then yeah, me as in my organization. So I don't so, randomly text people. Yeah, right. <laughs> So what you're saying to us is that your work does contribute to combating the climate crisis. That's what I'm hearing. I sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe extremely directly. Um, (laughs) So, okay, let's go back in time. I want to hear about what your first job was, what your haircut looked like, when you were a, wait for it, Marteenager. Oh! Um, Wow. I have not heard that. That was great. I told Steph I had a joke and that I would save it so that I could get this uh this laugh out of it. Okay, great. Oh man. (laughs) That's great. Um what was Martinanger doing? I'm never not using this. (laughs) I was (laughs) playing viola and thought I was gonna be a professional musician. Martine, what you were in the symphony? <laughs> I was in youth symphony, yeah. But also in college, wow. you were in symphony. A year or two, yeah. He dabbled. Yeah, I dabbled. Yeah, it was definitely a that was like a possible career path that never really came to fruition. But that's partly because I was like environmental studies, climate yeah. change. We need to. So fix did this. you go to college? You went to college thinking viola. Yeah. Wow. Well, no, no, no well. I, I was applying for college thinking thinking music. Um, okay. And then actually my music teacher, my violin and viola, I kind of switched halfway through high school. Um, and they're the same, aren't she, they? One's well, just they're bigger. very similar. <laughs> <laughs> One's bigger, Steph. slightly lower. 
they're, they're really different. small section of strings that you forget about in the string <laughs> section of a symphony. Um, my teacher went to Wash U, Washington University in St. Louis, where Steph and I, and I went. Um, and so I was like, oh, maybe I could still keep this path open for myself because she did it. But so that, I found other things. Alas. <laughs> so when you, but did, so you said, I, I remember you playing viola, but it must have been our freshman or sophomore year. Yeah. So when you, did you, were you undecided? How did you, how did you get interested in the environment, I guess? How did you go from, I am Martine, I am Martineager playing viola and gonna go to music gonna major in music to where you are now which is pretty far from that (laughs) (laughs) i have not i don't know if i've articulated this path journey (laughs) that i get myself into here but um (laughs) but it's true i mean i guess i was already on the track of moving out of music it was a great extracurricular in in high school and I started when I was six years old. So it was a big part of music, you know, classical music. Um, I was that nerd, weird person, right? I didn't played the know flute. anything about I get it. other music. I was just like, I know Tchaikovsky and Mahler and <laughs> Nerd. Dvorak. But what about the Spice Girls? Yeah. <laughs> like, who? What? Yeah, I can't name the far Spice Girls. Four? Four? <laughs> I still don't know. Five. Oh, shoot. See? Yeah. <laughs> still that person that doesn't know anything. <laughs> oh, with Cody Rigsby of Peloton. Yeah. Uh, continue Martine music (laughs) so yeah I I mean I I think I when I learned so I was like you know I loved outdoors loved nature um you know hiking learning about animals as a young kid right um and so that was always there and I think when climate change became you know as global warming as we called it a little narrower of a term but uh you know, it was like front page of time. There was like a polar bear, of course. This yeah. is what, 2001 or something, <laughs> 2003. And it was like, but it was starting to become like front page news every once in a while. Uh, and not just because it's crazy disasters. But um, so I really, you know, when I realized that was a thing you could study, environmental studies as a major, you know, I think I kind of set my sights on that as well. Um, so had that in mind, but music was like what I've been doing for so long. Um, so So it wasn't just that earth. We were in, well, here's, I didn't know this about you. I want to say one thing. I think what's really interesting is that I think a lot of us have had these outdoor experiences as children children that were really formative. And the National Parks has this really amazing program where if you're a fourth grader, right, you get a free National Parks pass. And in some places that will get, if you pay by the car load and not by the person, that gets you in Mm. your whole family in. So think about that. But I think it's just really interesting that they chose that age very specifically mm. for a free national park pack pass because it is so formative. And I think a lot of the people I know in fields that care about environmental science or climate change were privileged enough to have this like outdoor recreation mm. time that really was like, I care about this thing outside. But so you went in to Wash U, which I didn't realize. I like happened into that environmental science class. Remember that English, that environmental writing program class? Oh, I think so, yeah. With the guy who looked like the Revolutionary War <laughs> teacher. What? Do you remember this? <laughs> we were, like, forced into that environmental freshman year writing program. Yeah, I thought everybody We else... read that book and the world is... And then there was us? Or... No. Oh, boy. I remember the professor with the The world without us. Where it was like, cockroaches are gonna be here when humans <laughs> are gone. And, like, all the other species are dead. But I assumed wow. we were... inspirational. I have, I have no recollection of this. I just remember the professor... But I just assumed that sounds like a great class. Oh boy, like really played a role in our lives. Um, 
looking back, I'm like, that was just a poor grad student for us to teach a freshman year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're on the other side of things now. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I didn't realize you had gone into college being like, oh, also environmental science. Because I didn't go into college and thinking, oh, also environmental science. Mm-hmm. Well, I was very... I also have... I grew up Catholic and a very social justice-minded family. Um, I think I was very... I know I just articulate like, you know, the nature, the like outdoors, like climate change, how it affect, you know, species and like the rainforest I was obsessed with as a kid, right? Yeah. Learning about the Amazon rainforest. Um, but learning about climate change and how it's affecting, you know, people of color and communities and around the, the poorest communities around the world and around the country and how, you know, the coal plants are in black neighborhoods and yeah. like just... There's this such a people justice issue and from coming from a family that worked on immigration and anti-war yeah. and like there was so much justice in my family and so climate justice became that driver as well. Like there was like such a deeper level too even, right? Like it's not just like saving the polar bears. It's like, yeah. no, there's people that are affected the first and worst of climate impacts that don't have any you know, aren't contributing to it as, as that, um, the most, right? So it's like us in this country, the rich folks need to really do the Step best up. we can to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, I like that term first and worst. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that. So good. what was your first, where, so in college, did you work in, did you have a job right after college? Did you work in the environmental field in college or what was that journey like? How did you get to this? I mean, you're How like, got here. The le- yeah, how we got you're I'm pretty sure the senior digital <laughs> organizer for the Sierra Club, right? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. sounds like a very big deal, but you didn't always start. Like how did you get from no longer Viola, stuck in this class with Steph three times a week? <laughs> now I'm an environmental studies uh, major. That, was good times. <laughs> uh, that we both remember very well. <laughs> <laughs> to like what was that? What happened after college? Uh you know, I I didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, where do you start, right? Um, I did a couple years of kind of post-grad volunteer slash uh, kind of America. One was an AmeriCorps oh. program. And Will one you explain was, what AmeriCorps is? Yeah. Uh, or try. It's kind of like, <laughs> well, I did like, as like a Catholic volunteer program, but AmeriCorps also helps fund. It's like, it's a government funded, like, there's just a wide variety of programs, right? But I think it's for career, like on the job training, I think is like, they fund organizations to, to pay young folks, like very little any, money, very little money, yeah, but enough to get by. Yeah. Like, right. and you know, in a, in a, that they may, might not otherwise be able to hire. So it's kind of like internships. Some of our, you know, I think everything from, so one of it was I did like environmental education actually oh. in uh, in the city of Milwaukee oh, uh, in cool. a public park and it was great. We taught kids how to canoe and about tree species in the park and we gardened and cooked with the stuff in the garden. It was really fun. Um, but I was That's right awesome. out of college too, and it's like, but we're not solving climate change like this. <laughs> I was yeah. creating that new generation. I could tell myself, but I was feeling like the urgency needing to get to D.C., solve politics, because if Martin showed up, we would solve it, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. That was the cockiness of a 22-year-old. <laughs> but I did make get myself to D.C. My first job actually was not 
doing climate. It was an organization that did climate among other social justice, a Christian social justice organization, um, Sojourners. And it was an internship that I did kind of administrative assistance. And I helped Mm -hmm. one of their senior people go to talks and uh, do her travel and I did get did, her coffee sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> did that just, that sort of exposed you to like what she did and yes, interested sure. you? Or... And like the nonprofit world and how it yeah. works and the coalitions they've built. You know, so it was, you know, we also like, and how you put on big events. We attended marches. I, you know, there was people that, in the organization that were doing climate work, but I wanted to do more of it all, right, full right. time, but I. But it was the sort of the, work structure yes. that you. Yeah, and then being in DC about. and be able to go to rallies or show yeah. up for other uh, issues. I remember doing something about against gun violence. It was like the year after Newtown, I think, or something, mm-hmm. and we did some commemoration of like the thousands who had died. Um, but yeah, like how to get people's attention, right? Of members of Congress or the media and. So kind of just being exposed to that. So internships and, you know, those being like an AmeriCorps type program. Yeah. That so you exposed did Amer- me to so much. Exposure, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you had this environmental ed opportunity. And I think it's really cool that you're like, okay, I know DC is where the climate action is. And I want to feel like I'm doing something now. So I'm going to go do that thing. And even though you didn't have what I think a lot of people would think of as like a prestigious you learn. You got your foot in the door, and you learned how the game worked. I think, right? Like the mm-hmm. nonprofit climate, mm-hmm. or all and nonprofit game work, which was really important. After and you got yeah. some, you got some letter of recommendation writers and some people who noticed how you were. That's true. Great at yeah. what you were doing. After Sojourners, did you go? Were you? Is it Sierra Club next? No. <laughs> but it was like I had done two one-year programs, and then it was like, "What am I supposed to do next? Right? Yeah. How do I do that?" And that I is... think that happens a lot oh, after yeah. college. It's like six month, nine month, month sort of internship jobs, and it's but like. But I think just just talking to a lot of my seniors, they don't they don't see that. They think like I need to have my life planned at twenty two, yeah. and I need I have seniors now. It's October. They're like, I need a job. I'm like, it's October. Also, <laughs> your environmental studies. That's not gonna happen. Like we, we gotta wait a little bit. But I think I think it's yeah. really good to hear these like nonlinear paths and how you made decisions. You were very proactive about certain decisions, but also were willing to learn things on the job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So after Sojourners, you were like, okay, what's next, right? So then I was like, now is my time to really yeah. look at environmental organizations, right? Like, and and I that's where I landed at. League of Conservation Voters uh, in an online organizing position. So that's where I really learned on the job. They they saw my passion for the issues. I was a good writer. You needed, it's a lot of writing, um, content creation, right? Everything from a tweet size to a, a Facebook size to a, an email, which is longer or whatnot. Um, sometimes writing blogs. Uh, and then, so being articulate, the, uh, I think they saw that in me. And, but I didn't know what, I guess I had the like chops of I knew kind of what organizing was and but online organizing, but also is very native for I think someone like natively digital people as yeah. like, millennials and whatnot. Uh, as we grew up with the boom of social media and whatnot, and so our my field of digital organizing is uh, digital advocacy, right? Is like all people my age and like no one really older than us. <laughs> that makes sense. To um, me. Yeah. yeah, and so. Yeah. Um, yeah, learned on the job, you know, was there for four years, um, learned a lot. That was the Obama administration. We did leaps and bounds, like right? the clean power plan, the clean up 
coal power plants and um, all sorts of learned so much, right, is a, a decently sized national um, uh, environmental organization and so many more like policies and like how how the like pumping more how we clean up the environment how we do climate action like what a little more of the details even though the real details wonkiness is elsewhere like in policy folks and that's not who i am so it's interesting (laughs) to find my niche right slowly recognizing myself as a communications person which i never i didn't study communications i didn't yeah uh the the digital strategies departments of organizations sometimes now are in digital or uh, sorry in communications or sometimes uh have been split, but there are communications roles, right? So um, have really, yeah, for the last eight years, uh, been been in that kind of role and just grown and moved around a little bit and has landed at Sierra Club for the last several years. I think it's funny how you describe your timeline in terms of uh, like, oh, the Obama years, oh, the Trump yeah. years, which must have been real just fun. It is funny. Yeah. 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 <sighs> that's, I mean, that's awesome. I think it's, that's such an interesting journey to go in i mean i guess you didn't know environmental science or as rachel and i talked about this before we were both undecided and then you did environmental science but now right you're you never would have applied for a communications job out of college i feel like yeah so you took a couple i mean those two jobs it sounds like helped you sort of narrow down what Mm -hmm. you actually really wanted to do Mm -hmm. um you you sort of started to talk about this but what are you really good at besides tweeting, maybe, or including tweeting? I don't know. Rachel's um, very good at tweeting. I'm, gonna throw that I'm good at tweeting, but I'm not a I'm not a communications director. <laughs> or outreach. I'm really good at. Yeah, like what skills do you use that you do in your job um, that make you uniquely qualified for your position? I think I really enjoy the it's it can be very complicated right it's like what is this policy thing and who is like what does this bill say so it's talking to it's distilling all of the pieces to like what do we want to tell our people like it's kind of sometimes people describe it like what would you tell your mom how would you describe this to your mom like or someone who's just not in the reading the news or not in the space right so but we have to pull in the political reality the what the actual, like, what's in the bill, the wonkiness, get all those mm-hmm. details. But then also, like, what's out there in the world? Like, is there pop culture references? Or, like, Ooh. how do I distill it down Steph into bullet points? Or, you know, um, I'm actually not good at the pop culture references. <laughs> but I can throw that in. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, Kids these days love the Spice Girls, by the way. Also, they love The Sopranos, which is weird, but what? Yeah, they're. I don't, so if that, if you need help with that, I hear a Sopranos <laughs> reference is timely. Oh. I'm always needing yes, <laughs> a good reference. Um. Martin, just listener, he's taking notes. <laughs> I cannot wait to see the news tomorrow. <laughs> What subject line will be in your inbox with the Sopranos reference? Yeah. Oh boy. Can I can I ask like how do you do that? Like like literally, how do you do go from a bill or a news story down to the scale that you go? Do you start with like laying out all the facts or all the things you want in there? And like, can you just like walk us through that? Yeah. Or is that just yeah. like your whole job, and that's way too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
I guess it depends on like where you, you are. Mood in board. A... Oh, I would love. Well, a I was kind of gonna start with that, right? Like oh, maybe great. on that, but like you know, putting together a campaign strategy, an arc of engagement for folks, right? Yeah. Like first, you have to educate. Like so, it depends on where you are in that in that okay. campaign. But I think if you were doing a long term campaign, um, you know, it's a lot of education about the issue. How do you educate in many different ways? Like, are there interesting graphics? Are there what are the research out there? What you know, maybe there's a video you can make about it. Like, so I help, I can work with, I work at a big organization. So like, I'm never doing all these things by myself, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, some small nonprofits or whatnot, you're going to do what you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, we have a video team, we have a graphic design team, like all that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, so that it's developing that whole arc of like education. And then like the like low bar asks, so like, you know, can you click through here and send an easy message, you think? Now, can you think about what it means personally for your life and tell us about that? And maybe mm-hmm. we'll ask her. So, yeah, then it's like, can you call here? And then there's an elevation of they're about to vote on an issue and then you really need to call or we want to get you in a rally or... So there's like, there's the campaign um, or yeah. uh, issue... Um, shoot, there's a word for it, but... <laughs> Don't worry, he's in communication. Like, you know. <laughs> It's late. I'm off the job now. I know you are. You are. We um, we roast our guests. I know. All we do is treat our guests very rough. Super rough here. Uh, (laughs) Help me. So, what was what was your original question? But um, but basically, how do you go from I'm guessing your 42 tabs right to a tweet? Right, right. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um. Well, delete. I think you ask a lot of questions. They're like, yeah. I think some people, some coworkers, might just like smile and nod like when the policy lobbyists are giving their updates and it's like sometimes in a big group you're not gonna but like you know i want to pull aside gchat or do like a one-on-one and be like so what actually does that mean like tell me this again in english you know what i think i try to get from them like what does this actually mean and then i'll turn that into okay but then actually is this person important is it you know is it this senator that like is this committee like who you know so i'm asking other questions to how we can have the most influence, use our people power to, so it's a lot of questions, right? <laughs> to like, hmm. to affect the change that we want to, use our people power to affect the change. Um, but then, I mean, so, I mean, then you just got it, like an open blank Word document or clips from our press release, something, you know, our comms people are doing things, but they're talking to the media. They're not really talking to the, a person getting an email gotcha. or a tweet, you know, so you kind of have to start with your own, Sometimes it's like a late at night inspiration. Sometimes it's early morning. I kind of have to get in this. This is the writing. This is the writing yeah. part I'm talking yeah. about. Linda. But um, sometimes it's like, it's not going to happen today. I have to draft this tomorrow or I'm going to have to try another time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, after being in so long, I'm like, how does it work? How does it all come together? <laughs> Wait a second. What do I do with my hands? I tell myself <laughs> that sitting with a blank Word doc for hours Ooh. is part of my writing process. Yeah. Rachel and Martin just both were like, absolutely not. This is so bad. Walk away. <laughs> um, do you know a fun writing tip that I received and have Ooh. literally never implemented? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> when you have a blank document and you're like, oh my God, and you just need to like write something, yep. change your font color to white. And so you cannot read what you've written. Ooh. You just are Whoa. writing words. Ooh. And I've I'll, never done it. I'll but try it out. People like it. I'll try it out. Well, Martine. And you get to see all your typos. And, everything. <laughs> and then you all change it back to... 
back to black and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I get, but sure. I get to like just Good start, God. right? Like you just got to put yeah. words on a page and then once you have yeah. those words, you can edit Sometimes them. I'm like out for a run or like walking the dog or something and I'm like, ooh, that's a good hook. Because sometimes it's always the hook. You need like the tweet, the tweet side, yeah. the subject line, the like, how am I going to get people introduced Because you need people to click, right? Like you need people to click to then do the other click. Or keep to, like, reading to yeah. the word that's click, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm giving no, all the it. trade secrets away and now you'll, oh. all our listeners are like, look at the We uh, grew up with BuzzFeed. We understand what clickbait yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. This um, is the challenge of our job, not moving beyond clickbait. I get it. No, that makes total sense. To force people, to force, to inspire people to advocate for the things that we believe in. Yeah. So yeah. you said what you're really good at. Do you have things, we're asking all of our guests this, that you're not so good at that you maybe work on or ask for help with and you like recognize like, oh, this isn't a strength, but I'm okay with it. Mm. Or that it's not a strength. And so you don't use that in your job. You yeah. picked a job so you, that you so don't you use a job. That. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. Yeah, this was a good one. It's always hard, but you know, <laughs> It's actually embarrassing because as a digital organizer that does social media and everything else. It's like the newer social media, and by new, I mean like TikTok. TikTok. No, TikTok. TikTok. But even like, TikTok. even personally, Instagram, I like only in the last year kind of got more and more. I'm still not quite, like I'm very slow up? adopter on the, this is what my bat is like. You know, I'm admitting I'm a very slow adopter to the latest social media. Like Snapchat, I never got into. I never. But Martine, I have a question about, is the Sierra Club putting out TikToks or Instagram no. reels? No, well, right? Is there a Sierra well, Club dance we need to learn? someone was good at it, or if like we knew how to use, the, if I knew how to use the platform and would be able to like, we would probably be okay with it. You know, or like how I would, I'm not able to say like, how does how would this year do a TikTok? Because <laughs> I I honestly don't even have an account, so <laughs> rarely I've seen the one that are the TikToks that are tweeted out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I watch TikToks sure on Instagram for right? sure. Yeah, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot. Uh, of maybe that's yeah. the reason for it. I don't know. See, I I have yet to really crack the code of what the latest social medias are. I think that's so people are like, oh, you know, social media. It's like sometimes do i <laughs> or reddit like or discord kind of i'm like what nice for your job is that the people well actually i don't know i feel like there's a lot of middle-aged women on tiktok maybe because <laughs> i was gonna say they can't vote yet but maybe i think they can't <laughs> i think they those can. teenagers that like emptied the stadium for that trump rally that was um remember they did they did that on tiktok didn't they they I were like so. buy I tickets also did the um so, yeah we're gonna this wait is where th- social media for good slash you know Flesh evil. Wait three seconds because so I see sorry. Rachel like losing her fucking mind. <laughs> I keep saying I'm sorry. She's just, she's all, Tina, get oh, out of here. Oh, you're cat. I thought you keep saying Trump. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no, it was the oh. cat. No, no, Oh, my enough, God. Say Trump my, all you want. My cat's I, not named Trump. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing? <laughs> no, that would be awful. Just the Donald, that's all. <laughs> her name's can... Tina. <laughs> okay. So, if there was, say... No climate crisis. Wow. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. What would you be doing? How would you be using your skills in a job? I'd still be organizing, still be, you know, mobilizing folks to, I think, um, yeah, fight fight the other systems, right? Capitalism, yeah. patriarchy. <laughs> it's all connected to the environment. That sounds good. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, I am a, I'm the vice president of 
a Catholic LGBT organization. Oh, this was cool. elected vice president. Oh, congratulations. We, know, yeah, congrats. Fight the misogyny and homophobia and transphobia of the church, but also broader society and, and profess how, you know, we are um, holy and whole as Ooh. ourselves. Uh, celebrating the holiness, wholeness and holiness of LGBTQI folks. Um, so yeah, I, maybe I'd be doing that work that I kind of do on the side slash many hours of my uh, when I'm not working. <laughs> sure. Can uh, I, Marcia, I always, oh, I always found it interesting how you're one of the people I know that has such a strong sense of faith. Uh, but also, I feel like there, with climate change, people sort of, there are a lot of religious people who claim to be very religious. And it's sort of the way the country is like polarized, right? Mm. Where, and I've always found, I've always loved how you've had this strong sense of faith, but that is just, that is one of the many parts of who you are and how that also, like that inspires your social justice. I feel like that Mm -hmm. inspires Mm -hmm. your advocacy. And I wish as someone who was raised Catholic, I went to Catholic school for 13 years and don't really practice. I like the tradition is there, right? I wish that that is the piece of the Bible that people took away, like the social Mm -hmm. justice equity aspects, right? And not Mm -hmm. the... Not whatever a lot of people are taking off this book. <laughs> right. And that's, I guess I was alluding to that earlier too, right? Like those, who, what you do to the least of these, you do to Jesus, what he said, right? And like, that is what climate, but so many other issues too, right? Like how do we treat the folks that are marginalized? And that is how we live out being love in the world. That's beautiful. That, that is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> well, Martine, do you have anything you want to plug? A newsletter, perhaps? That I a, a single tweet? A tweet? Uh, an Instagram? A TikTok? A, a Sierra perhaps? Club uh, hashtag? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, who uh, should we follow on Twitter? Or, like, should we sign up for a oh newsletter? Goodness. I feel like I should sign up for the Sierra Club newsletter. Um, Wait, you mentioned... Yeah, follow us on social. Oh, okay. Uh, social media, yeah. Sierra you had Club. mentioned you have a dog. Can the you tell us about this dog? Instagram, but... <laughs> Martine. Well, should I'm sorry. As, I'm failing on all of this. <laughs> we should re-ask this question. I should content organizer for your dog. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, what you'd be doing. We have a homebrew Instagram though. I also uh, homebrew with my husband. <laughs> so there we go. Mm. Took me a while. <laughs> Not as exciting. The dog makes has... appearance. Brew dog. Oh, oh. Nola is in Hashtag? there sometimes. Hashtag brew dog. Okay. Wait. What's the hand? What's it at? At witching flow. So it's okay. a combination of me and my husband's name. Oh, okay. So okay. it's. Witching, W-I-T-C-H, like the witch. Yeah. I-N-G. And then flow. Flow. F-L-O-W. We'll, Got it. We'll link to that. And we will also link to the Sierra Club newsletter because I think yeah. that's important as well. Which I totally like interrupted you saying because so that I could get to the dog content. And yeah, I appreciate that callback. Thanks. If we're not there yet, we need that Build Back Better Act to pass. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we're Contact there Contact your member of Congress. Call your senator. Make sure they know we support. Doesn't matter who they are. In West Virginia or Arizona, you better call. Especially there, but everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'll call we all tomorrow. Need to in, we all need to be involved in a democracy. That's true. That's true. Thanks, Martine. Thanks so much for taking the time. Yeah, this is great. Yeah.